0: What's good Portland? This is your host, Roza Zapanta, and this is my co-host, the glorious, the notorious, Tim Johnson. What's up Portland? And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, the city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. We are a show with no rules, just a couple of friends who so happen to love Portland basketball. Tim Johnson, how you living my friend? Oh, I'm living my best life out here. Oh yeah. Well. Sort of,
1: I guess. Well, kind of. I mean, you know. My, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my best life would have been watching Portland, playing somebody uh, other than nobody right now. Oh, uh, yeah, right? I know, right? Sheesh. <laughs>
0: and plus, 2020 has kind of hit hard. I mean, yeah. R.I.P. Chadwick.
1: Yeah, true that, man. Uh, you know, Hollywood lost a legend there. Yeah, definitely. And then also... I just, you know, I... I it's, Go ahead. Go ahead. I can't believe I can't believe that that fool put out so many great films and played so many great uh, uh, characters and roles while he was battling cancer. That's, That's just amazing. Insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, right. We definitely lost um, a great talent, way too young.
1: Yeah. Way Agreed. too young. And
0: um, speaking of losing another. Portland Great legend. talent. Uh, the Portland legend. Cliff. Uncle, Uncle Cliff Uncle Robinson. Cliffy, baby. Yeah. He dies at the age of 53 to lymphoma. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I have a, a kind of personal story. Uh, I'm actually originally from the Bay Area. Me and my family moved here to Portland, Oregon. And I remember being, being a kid holding on to my mom and dad's hand, crossing the street in, in downtown Portland. And... There was a very tall man that was right across the street from us, and we were walking right towards him, and my dad grabbed a pen that was in his pocket and a piece of paper, like, it was like, I think it was like a napkin. Wait. And he said...
1: Why does your, why did your dad... Uh, okay, go ahead. I,
0: don't, <laughs> I was gonna I say, don't wait, why, why is your dad
1: carrying around like a pen and, and paper in his No pocket. idea, just taking notes, just taking
0: <laughs> notes of Portland, I have no idea, dude. Um... But he says, here, take this and bring this to that man and get his signature. And I said, oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. what I was doing. I said, hey, can I have your signature? Excuse it's me, like, sir. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, I could give you my autograph. And he signed it. And uh, that actually was Cliff Robinson. And that was the first signature I've ever gotten
1: from That's an NBA dope. star. That's really cool. pretty cool. Uh, Actually, uh, back in my youth, uh, we used to frequent Blazer games quite a bit. Um, There was was actually, after the games, they used to do these um, uh, like buffet, like meet-and-greet buffets. And so we used to meet the players after the game in this conference room at the Coliseum. And we'd just sit down and eat dinner with them, basically. It was really cool. Oh, crazy. Yeah, man, it was nuts. Like, I got to meet Drexler, Porter, um, um, the late uh, Jerome Kersey. um, uh, God, who else was on that team? I mean, everybody, right? Um, Danny Ainge. And what's funny is I did meet uh, Uncle Cliffy, um, but it wasn't at that, uh, at those events. He actually, every single time we went to one of those, we'd see him... Walk by the door, pause. He'd look inside, and he'd wave and whatever, and then he'd keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he had plenty of other things to do, but, um, I mean, I I had met him a few times uh, other than that, too. But um, it it, it sounds like, from the stories we've heard so far, is that uh, the guy was just a stand-up dude he right. wasn't uh, there were so many stories of him just being a nice guy to people yeah and not just from like the city
0: of portland like <laughs> if you look like down his history i mean he's his sort of a journeyman you know after after portland and you look mm-hmm. at testimonies from every city that he hit up um, and people love uncle cliff they everyone mm-hmm. calls him uncle cliff for a reason and it's because um, he was just that stand-up guy,
1: and he was a dude that kept the locker room together. He was a well, dude and that... He, and yeah, go ahead. Honestly, he kind of treated you like family. Like, it, there was no, like... Right. He, when you met Cliffy, um, you didn't feel like like it was like a fan-player interaction. He just talked to you like a normal human being, which is... I mean, I, I wonder how often that happens with these high-profile athletes. Yeah. I would venture to say probably not too often. Probably not too often.
0: And, you know, to those who are close to Cliff and the Robinson family, uh, we just want to, you know, give our prayers and our thoughts uh, with them. Um, yeah. And it's just tragic. Right. It's tragic. Rest in power to both of them, right? Rest in power. Rest in power. And um, kind of moving on, uh, we, we have to talk about the Blazers-Lakers. I know that we're late. On this, uh, I'm going through a move and um, it just took a little bit for us to get together and to record this, but we still want to talk about it. So the Lakers eliminate the Blazers 131 to 122. Um, it's been a while, but the Lakers were, of course, dominant with LeBron James and AD. They were really the ones kind of, you know, um, steering steering the car and mm. uh, Portland just... We were hanging in there without Damian Lillard. Uh, but we couldn't quite get over the hump.
1: Tim, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I like the grit that they showed in that last game. I mean, as soon as Dame went down, though, I mean, I kind of knew it. I yeah. think we all knew it, right? Because, I mean, Dame Dame was our workhorse. He was – he's our leader. He's he's the one that propels us to, to you know, higher heights, right? Yeah. Um, I was impressed by what I saw from CJ. I was impressed by what I saw from Gary. I was impressed from what I saw from Nurk. I mean, I think the team really came together, made it a competitive game. And Mellow. But in the end, and Mellow, absolutely. Uh, But, you know, in the end, of course, we couldn't pull it out. Um, But you know what? One thing I've been seeing is a lot of the Twitterverse. I don't even know if that's a, a saying, but the Twitterverse, I'm coining it now. You've heard it here first. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, is saying that this team has underachieved. And I got to say, I don't think I agree with that. Ooh, because, tell me your thoughts. Well, because you start the season without your starting center. Yes, you bring in Whiteside, but the guy doesn't know the system. Hmm. There's going to be uh, some chemistry issues, a learning curve. Um, <clears throat> I think... Whiteside did a great job of filling in, um, kind of disappeared in the postseason, but we won't get into that. Yeah. Um, but I think this team actually overachieved. I mean, we lost, so we were without Nurk. We lost Collins early on. We didn't have Rodney Hood, who, I mean, if we did, we probably don't bring in Mello. You know what I mean? Right. We may or may not bring in Areza. I don't know. Um I think we still get Ariza. I mean I would hope that we would still get Ariza. Yeah, I think yeah, Ariza yeah. is a great fit on this team and brings some some uh needed defensive um power there, but agreed. Yeah. I personally think that going into the season I did not expect to do well. And you know I I, I kind of figured we would be a sub 500 team. I think it's kind of unfair to say that this team underachieved,
0: when we made the playoffs when people thought we weren't supposed to be in the playoffs, and also we are without Areza, we're without uh, Collins, and we're we're without um, Rodney Hood. Mm-hmm. I mean, those those three, like are those three are really important role players, and if you don't have them, I mean, it's gonna be tough to play the likes of the Lakers I mean what would have what would have happened if we were healthy the whole time and we ended up as a fourth seed or a fifth seed mm-hmm. I think the competition there would be better suited for us um
1: mm-hmm. the blaze I mean the Lakers are just dominant you know hey man they're tough you know, to handle. going into it yeah I mean going into it I thought that we would match up pretty well against them and I and I still think this team does match up well I think we just had a little bit of a underperformance, uh, if that's a word, um, yeah. from, from a couple of guys. Um, I think you know the injuries played a key role, but you know a fully healthy team, I think we could go toe-to-toe with them any day of the week. I, I'm going to agree. I think if we are healthy, I think this game goes to seven. I mm-hmm. really do.
0: I really do think that, and I think the Blazer fans should be excited I about, think we should be elated about what happened. Yeah, and just seeing the next level that Dame t- that Dame took, I think mm-hmm. he reached a new level. I know people have been saying, like, oh, Dame has been doing this. He's been doing this. You know what? I don't think he has. I don't mm-hmm. think he's gone to a situation like the bubble where every single game was needed. And he showed us that he could hit big-time shots. And that was the well, one that's thing. Another... Sorry, go ahead. That that's one of the biggest knocks on Damian Lillard is that people are like, "Oh, is he really truly a performer if he doesn't do it in um, in big games?" And he
1: showed you over and over every single game in the bubble was big. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's the thing I, that I was gonna bring up just now is that you know just to get into the to the the playoffs and to face the Lakers. I mean, they played eight playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. And they did pretty damn good.
0: Okay, I'm going to keep us moving to the next point. So what I saw from Portland against the Lakers was a different type of basketball that was being played that we weren't playing with Lillard in. Um, Mm -hmm. I think with CJ and Lillard, I don't know if you agree with me, um, but there's a lot of isolation basketball with both of them on the court. Yeah. Uh, With Lillard out, it seemed like the ball movement was better. The spacing was better.
1: So are you saying
0: that the Blazers were a better team without Lillard? I'm saying that seeing the basketball that we saw against the Lakers, a more frisky basketball, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do we think that's a case to either move CJ or Lillard? That we need one of these guys to be the primary Isolation ball guy and have everyone else be role players?
1: Or I mean, do you I don't, think I don't we keep think so. them together? I don't think CJ's going anywhere. I think okay. Dame yeah. I think Dame wants CJ on the team uh, long term. I granted it's not up to him, but I'm sure he has a big say in it. Yeah. Um, do you feel like I this just, is more I, of Stott's fault? Well, partially. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, like like I said, there was some there was some underperforming going on, but um, you know, Stotts Look, I'm not in in the the camp that thinks we should fire Stotts. Okay. I yeah. do, however, think that there was a definite lack of creativity offensively in this in this series. Um, you know, it, you can't you can't tell or give Dame the rock and have him create play after play after play same with cj right and not expect the lakers to key in on that the regular season that's fine but in the
0: playoffs you know they're gonna key in on that defenses are gonna key in on that and um, it's gonna make it easy to stop and we sort of saw that with the lakers i'm gonna be honest we we did see that um they just found ways to, to stop lillard and to make our potentially potent offense just completely stale Right,
1: and, and and I think that's a perfect word for it too. I think I think the Blazers' offense was completely stale. There was it almost at times it almost seemed like there was a lack of a sense of urgency, uh, where we saw that we saw that sense of urgency in every game leading up to this series, but for some reason we just came out a bit flat in every game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But but I, with all that being said. I don't think you. I don't think you ship off Stotts, man. I, I. I still think he's a good coach. The. The guy can coach in this league, and I think, it was just. It's just been a weird year, man. Um. Don't ship off Stotts. Let's see what we can do. Let's run it back again next year. Let's see what we can do. All right, you heard
0: it here. I mean, we're. We're in the camp of let's keep Stotts. Let's run it back. Hopefully everyone gets healthy, and we'll see what happens next year. And. You know, the season is over for the Blazers, but you know what? We don't want it to be over for the Busted Buckets podcast because even though we're only maybe three weeks old, we've got quite a following.
1: Yeah, man. I'm really surprised. And, and honestly, thank you guys so much for all your support. Thank you. I mean, just real quick, uh, in the short period of time we've we've been around... We're in 43 different cities. We have listeners from 43 different cities. We've even reached across the pond. I, that's incredible to me. So thank you, across thank you, the thank pond. you. Yes, uh we just got our first listener from the UK. The UK. Blazer fans are everywhere, baby. Dude. So that's thank amazing. you everyone. Thank you everyone for all your continued support. Don't thank forget Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to leave a review, uh, uh, comment on our Twitter account. Our handle is at BustedBucket. Um, please, and anything uh, you want us to, to cover, to bring up, anything, just let us know. Definitely let us know.
0: Hit us up on our handle. Slide in our DMs. We don't care. Any question at all. And speaking of questions, Tim yeah. Johnson, I yes, think sir. it's time for another segment of oh, Giving boy. Props. Let's do it. So, let's define this again real quick. So, giving props is giving kudos or giving applause to a certain situation, to someone, a story. And I want to know, Tim, if you give props. So, the first story I have here is... Hit me with it. Minnesota Vikings QB. Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins was asked about the potential of contracting COVID-19 during the NFL season. And his response was...
1: Wait, 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 wait. If I die... I die.
0: <laughs> Just straight up, <laughs> Ivan Drago. If I die, I if he die. dies,
1: he dies. <laughs> Tim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, I cannot give that props, man. Uh, being that you and I both also work in the healthcare industry. Yeah. Um, I cannot give that props because we see it day in and day out. It is yeah. not cool. Um, it's just a very irresponsible ha- statement. It it really is, especially for the his fan base that follows him. Uh, I think he should be ca- more careful with uh, his his the things that he says, the things that he tweets. Uh, <laughs> man, I mean that's. I mean, if I was some young kid, and I mean, growing up, I idolized Brett Favre, right? Yeah, yeah, Favre. And uh, if he were to say something like that, I'd be like, yeah, screw that. I don't need a mask. Right? Brett, Brett Favre says I'm invincible to right? COVID. And you know what? He's right. If I die, I die. I don't think Who anyone's cares? looking
0: up to Kirk Cousins like that. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there I'm is a, if there's a little kid like that, like, please find a new mentor. Because, man, I know this guy isn't scared of coronavirus, but this guy is definitely scared of winning Monday Night Football. And now... <laughs> For our next question for giving you like props. <laughs> you <laughs> like that? You like that? <laughs> so now for our next question on giving props. A Nebraska man pitches to his city council to lose the name boneless chicken wings. I mean that's his point man. is they don't even come from a wing of a chicken. They're just chicken nuggets. <laughs> and we don't ask for boneless chicken nuggets, so we should just get rid of the boneless chicken wing moniker. What do you think?
1: I think this man has too much time on his hands.
0: Yeah. I mean, how are you going to go how are you going to go to the city council <laughs> and take up all these people's
1: time? To yeah. Just remove I that mean, from the menu. Man, taxpayers have to pay for their salaries to sit there and listen to this man say that We should not call boneless chicken wings boneless? Yeah. First of all, how does he know they don't come from the chicken wings? How do we really know? (laughs) I I think we do know, though. I think it's chicken breast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) I'm just saying uh, I cannot give props to that man because he is wasting everyone's time. And time is a valuable commodity. Not giving props indeed. That's, That's 0 for 2.
0: That's 0 for 2. Our next story, maybe we'll get lucky with this one. Ex-NFL linebacker, Manti Teo, who Mm was famously known for being catfished by his family acquaintance, Mm -hmm. is now married. Good for him. Her name is Jovi Ingbino. Come again? Jovi Ingbino. I don't think I heard you right. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard. Jovi (laughs) Ingbino. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) <laughs> Jovi Inbino. Uh huh. Okay. Do you do you give props
1: to Manti Te'o announcing this? Sure. Why? I mean, why wouldn't I? Am I missing something? I think marriage is a wonderful thing. You don't think things like is she real? I mean, what's in a name, right? <laughs> True. That's true. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to give it props too. Hey, man, if he's happy, he's happy. You know what I mean? Everyone deserves to be happy.
0: It's true. That is all for giving props. It looks like we were, we were one of three that time. And speaking of a 1-3 series, Denver eliminates Utah last night. 80-78 to 78 to complete the 1-3 series comeback. Tim
1: Johnson, what do you think of that? what a series what a series unbelievable it was highlight after highlight man
0: we have two young guards that are amazing to watch
1: spider mitchell amazing jamal murray
0: yes yes and i don't know which one's better
1: man i don't know but i saw some comparisons uh for spider mitchell today yeah. Uh, to, to D-Wade, they're calling him D-Wade, a uh, D-Wade clone, D-Wade 2. I kind of like that comparison. It's it's not a bad comparison, honestly. I can see it.
0: And you know, we have another Game 7 tonight. OKC versus Rockets. Mm-hmm. It's 3-3. Three, three. What's What's your prediction? Who's going to come out on top of this one?
1: I mean, hopefully they both lose.
0: That would be wonderful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I gotta say, I can't, I can't hate on OKC anymore because Westbrook's not there. So all, my, all my hate, all my hate goes towards towards Houston. Uh, no offense, Houston fans, but I just can't like any team Russell Westbrook's on. You
0: know, and we weren't really fans of the Rockets either. No, even, even before Westbrook.
1: No, Westbrook. And, and I and I can't get over Harden's step back either. It's travel.
0: Oh my God, it's just. It's tough basketball to watch It's not yeah. even fun To me Yeah Do you know what's fun no, though? No, I agree What's fun is that Chris Paul Was sent to OKC To basically just Trot out his career mm-hmm. And now he's in the playoffs And, and he might eliminate The this team man that got doing. rid of him
1: Yes My goodness My man That's a great I-, I gotta say I'm a big fan of Chris Paul So am I He's a blazer killer, which sucks, but his game is so on point. So solid. It's just
0: respectable, you know? Mm -hmm. He's definitely got that, like, Mighty Mouse syndrome. But when he's on and when he's healthy, he is really fun to watch.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, I'm really curious, and maybe we can explore this in another episode, but I'm really curious uh, what he could have accomplished if it weren't for injuries. I mean, he's one of those many players where I feel like his... Playoff longevity has been severely hampered by injuries.
0: Oh, definitely. And as Portland fans, we know what that pondering is like. I'm looking forward to seeing how this OKC
1: Rockets series turns out tonight. Oh, for sure. Me too. Uh, and just a reminder to our listeners, we're still gonna keep rolling. Uh, we're gonna continue covering uh, the rest of the, these playoffs. Uh, we're gonna touch on some NFL news. Uh, yeah. We're gonna cover. We're gonna cover some some NFL stuff too. Um, so, you know, if you've got a favorite team or whatever, drop it in our DMs or whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do to cover cover them as well. Um, but just stay tuned. Definitely stay tuned.
0: And, you know, Tim, maybe I should drop this news now. We have a new okay. segment that we're going to drop on people. And do you know what it's called? What's that? It's called Ask Our Wives. Oh, snap. So stay tuned. I think that's going to be a lot of fun.
1: That's it for this episode. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you dig what we're saying. Stay safe out there, Portland. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.